joined by Eric Krupe, head coach of the Farmington Knights football team. We'll actually see him night one of the uh, broadcast season with week one football on that Friday, August 25th against the North County Raiders. Before we look ahead into the season, coach, I've, I've asked every coach this so far, and I'll continue that. Uh, give us a recap of your 2022 season. Well, the, the on-field results weren't quite what they've been, you know, from previous years, but we were very young. We only had really three seniors that, that played and saw the field. Uh, I believe we had eight or nine sophomores that, um, saw a, a bunch of playing time. Uh, so that wasn't ideal from that standpoint. But the great thing coming into this year is we really don't lose much from a starting standpoint. Owen Berkner, uh, Wyatt Skaggs, Josh Wyatt are three starters that we do not return. But we have so many kids now that that have experience and maybe they got experience a little bit sooner than they normally would. So we've got, you know, kids that are currently juniors, but heck, they started as sophomores last year. And so I think over the course of the summer, you could tell that that ultimately was a benefit as we got into 2023 because we've got some young kids that that have more experience than typically, you know, you, you would at this time. Is that something that last year when you were preparing the season, coaching through the season and, and recapping the season with the coaching staff that you were like, hey, these players got a lot of playing time at a younger age than maybe they should. That should change the goals this year? Does that change the goals or does it keep them a, a little bit similar in that you want to go out and have a strong week every week? Well, I, I think you always continue to look at it and you play one week at a time. Uh, you know, I we knew, you know, long-term thinking, yes, obviously them playing is is going to be a benefit as, as we go on into 2023, 2024, so on and so forth. Um, you know, and that group, as, as young as they were, you know, there were a couple games like your Hillsboroughs and Jacksons and Park Hill Centrals that, you know, those teams were, were definitely the better football team. But but a lot of our other losses, uh, we were either leading, tied, or within a score in the fourth quarter in, in all those other football games. And so uh, they fought and they competed and, and they played um, with teams that maybe were a little bit more experienced and a little bit more mature physically. Um, and, and so that just obviously, again, you know, they, they became battle tested in 2022 and, and we hope to reap the results here in 2023. Can losing close games like that in one score games and, and late losses be good for a ball club the next year? Well, just the fact that they know that they can compete with some of those teams that ultimately we didn't necessarily, you know, top them on a scoreboard when, when the clock rang zero, but um, they were able to fight and compete with them. And, and so that should give them confidence as we go forward here. What's the outlook offensively depth wise for your ball club this year? Well, we, we really like the kids that we have. Um, we feel like we can get the ball into a bunch of different players' hands and, and be productive and, and be explosive. You know, it's all going to start with our quarterback, Brett Dry. He's one of those kids that was a sophomore and ended up starting for us and did a really good job. And you can just really see the growth in him uh, as we've come into this summer. And, and he's really done a good job. He looked really good in our contact camp here at the end of July. Um, you know, and then, you know, with what we do, Case and McLean at fullback, you know, you know that's, that's the other wheel in the cog that makes us go. But then you start to, you know, branch out. And, and our wings, slots, um, Gabe Giuliani, Connor Rice, um, they all show that they can do great things with the ball in their hands. And I think Ian Zoner is a junior. He'll be a first-year starter. He's uh, at our Z-receiver Z receiver position. Sorry, uh, you know, he's going to do some very good things. And, you know, Brett Coughlin, Tatum Tinsley, uh, other kids that can play that that opposite receiver. Uh, there's just a bunch of kids that we can get the ball into their hands and, and have them do some really nice things.
defensively? Is this a situation where the team might be playing a majority of the defensive players also on the offensive side, or is the the team big enough this year to to almost field two different teams? No, we're 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 typically a team that we're we're going to have some two way starters and some one way starters. You know, um, there will be some kids that that play both ways. You know, ultimately we'd like to get a point that. You know, we can, we can maybe get even those two way players. They can become what we consider one and a half way players where, you know, maybe they play, you know, one side of the ball the entire game, but we can hopefully rotate them in on the other side of the ball every series. That way, keep them fresh. Um, you know, talk about defense. You know, we've been pleasantly surprised with, with how they've looked here in the, in the summer. They, uh, they've been pretty salty in practice and they came out and they did some nice things in our contact camp. And, uh, so we're looking forward to, to seeing them fly around to the football once uh, August 25th rolls around. You lost a, a play caller in Josh Shane over the uh, the summer. He moved up to a different position, operations director with the district. What have you guys done, though, to fill in that gap, Coach? Well, we've promoted from within. You know, Jonathan Bird, he's been with us since 2015. He's now the uh, the longest tenured member of our staff from the high school standpoint. Um, and, and he's going to be our pass game coordinator. And then Josh Schrader, who's our offensive line coach, um, they're gonna, he's going to be our run game coordinator. And they've done a good job this summer working together. Um, and, uh, you know, so uh, they've really impressed me with what they've been able to do from a coaching standpoint. And uh, I'm excited to see them continue to grow and mature as coaches. Um, but we're really excited to to see what the offense looks like. It's, you know, it may look a little bit different um, to the eye. Um, but, uh, you know, ultimately, we, we still want to be able to establish the run and be a big physical uh, football team up front. I'd ask if it was fun seeing a couple of different maybe options that they might have been able to bring, but promoting from within, I'm sure they, they knew how the offense was and, and they want to continue a successful brand of offense for Farmington football, I'm sure. Oh, no doubt. And, uh, like I said, they, the nice thing is there's no having to teach somebody new language or terminology and, and they know our kids and, you, you know, so it really makes it nice, smooth transition from that standpoint. And, uh, um, like I said, they've, they've, they've done a good job this summer. Coach, could you give us a couple of strengths for your ball club this year that you, you guys think are going to be strengths? Well, again, you know, all the returners that we have, just the experience that we're going to be able to bring back. I talked a lot of, about our skill kids, but, you know, offensive line wise, you know, Bryce Cathcart, Luke Berkner, Aiden Saunders, Corey Crawford, those are all, um, kids on the offensive line that started for us last year that return and they they're all between 6'1 and 6'3 and between 220 and 235 pounds so you know there, there's some length there um, they move well uh, Scott Fripp is just a sophomore he's a transfer um, he's probably going to fill in that fifth spot um, and, and I really like our offensive line I think that uh, they can reset a line of scrimmage and uh, again there's experience there as well as the skill positions and excited to see them as we go forward here um, over the course of the season how important is it to have a big offensive line that can also move around? Well, you know, for us here at Farmington, you've got to be able to move your feet. If you if you can't move your feet, the way today's football is going, doesn't matter whether you're a big kid, small kid, uh, you have to be able to move your feet. Just the, the days of a, a football player just being very slow, plodding, can't bend, can't change direction. You know, it's it's hard to be successful in today's you know, game of football. And, and so 
ultimately, a great thing about those kids that we just mentioned is, again, they've got that length and they've got that size, but they all they all move really well. And that ultimately uh, is going to allow them to be successful and has allowed them to be successful in the past as well. Coach, I'll wrap it up with this. What's the long-term and short-term goals for your team this season? You know, it's one of those deals we take it day by day. You know, you come to practice and you want to make sure that you leave practice being a little bit better than you were, you know, the day before. One thing we always talk about is, you know, you're not going to go from zero to 60 at stamp of a finger. You know, you're not going to have one practice and, and be 90 times better than you were when you arrived. But if you just come and each day you put in the work and you stay focused and attentive and you learn and you improve yourself. You know, if, if we all get just a little bit better every day, then we're going to be where we want to be, you know, when it comes time to kicking off the season. So, you know, we look at it a day at a time, you know, have we gotten better today? Did we have a good practice? Did we do the things that we need to be successful? You know, and obviously as we get into the regular season, you know, from that standpoint, it starts, you know, week one, you know, you can't look past North County because that's a, a rivalry game. It's a team that's beat us the last couple of years. And, and, and so, I mean, it's all focused going to be on North County. And then, you know, you get past that game and then you go on to week two and then hey, it's all about Potosi and, and you don't want to look too far ahead, but if they can keep that mindset, you know, taking it a day at a time, a week at a time, um, excited to see what this team can become. Coach, thank you so much. That's Eric Krupe, head coach of the Farmington Knights football team.